Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're still working through that process. Okay. Um, what, what, does, what does that mean? We're still working through the process of, of where we are with uh, Keone and, and the roster. Are you expecting a move? Huh? Are you expecting a move today? I'm not expecting anything else. Um, I'm just working through the process as but clean and black and white as I can share with you. So we can keep asking questions and I can keep giving you the same answer. You want to spend the rest of our time like that, that's fine with me. Um, I guess getting Trevor back, just how much does it kind of put things at ease with the rotation and everything, just having him with it? It's good to have him back, you know, and we'll, uh, the fact that we had three quality starts in the last series bodes well. We hadn't had three quality starts in a series since San Diego at home um, from three pitchers. Uh, Archer's trending up. He's been good his last two times to get Trevor's feet on the ground with some stability and traction. Get all five of those rolling be a big shot in the arm. I would think so, yeah. We'll definitely keep an eye. Ray and I had some conversation in here today, so we don't have, um, you know, it's not something you always sit the pitcher down and tell him this. We want him to go out and pitch. Um, go as long as you go as hard as you can, as strong as you can, for as long as you can. Well, I guess if, if and when Keller comes back, what does he add to the ball club? An experienced major league reliever that's gotten big outs in high leverage situations. Clint, there's something to try. Now, everybody's different, you know, coming off the DL or whatever. But he was so, looked so good. Looked just like he did last year, Trevor, before he got hurt the first time. And then um, it, it just doesn't, is there something about his game that maybe he's, he's had a hard time finding the same rhythm? I mean, some guys seem like they can come off after a long layoff. He just doesn't, hasn't. For whatever reason, quite been the same. If you'll look at when his opportunities to pitch have been, it's been it's been scattered. There hasn't been a routine to follow as far as pitching every fifth day or a couple fives and then a six where the, that's all mapped out. We had the All Star break. They, they had the family, uh, the opportunity for the for the adoption and the celebration that pushed things back. Then he's got a uh, a health issue he's got to deal with. So all of it plays in. And no doubt for me, that's 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 what's played into it more than anything else. What have you seen from Colin this year? I saw a stat yesterday that he was leading the NL batting average this month. What, how, what have you seen from his development and growth throughout the season? Well, he, he's always been uh, a studious guy. Um, he pays attention. He does his work. He does his homework on the opposing pitchers. Um, I think one year under his belt has helped him. I think there's been a handful of pitchers he's been able to see again this year. Uh, I think some of the things that he tried to improve with throughout his swing and just his attack plan have probably prepared him better this year than in, in the past. Uh, there's been the opening up of left field, and it's not just slicing the ball out there. It's been driving some balls the other way, off-field gap. 
um, looking for pitches, hunting for pitches up and in or inner part of the plate to get in the air, pull side. So I just seen a guy maturing, uh, using the knowledge and experience that he's gained in the, in the past season to, to help him probably be prepared and, uh, and do better this year. I wanted to ask you about Kevin Newman. He's got some really good numbers in the leadoff spot. I know he has some really good numbers in other spots as well, but have you seen guys that just sort of like hitting in that spot? I mean, I know you're going to put them wherever it is that's best for the ball club, but guys that just sort of take to that that might not be a traditional steal 40 bases guy or whatever that just function well in that role. Yeah, isn't it great that we can even have that talk about a traditional stolen base guy? Because if you look at the 30 teams, how many teams have a traditional stolen base guy steals 40 bases leading off? Um, and man, I played with a couple. Willie Wilson, Vince Coleman. I mean, it was double 40. Um, the game's changed. The landscape of that position has changed. I mean, you look at different teams who they are leading off. When you play the Cubs, you look who leads off. You're looking for an OPS guy to walk real, and there's some power. So we looked what the best fit for us was, and Frazier had gone on, on some mean times or lean times in the, in the leadoff spot and looking for somebody else to possibly provide a spark. He's got some usable speed. He can steal a base, showing the ability to hit the ball right field, center field, left field. He's thrown up some really good two-strike at-bats. Um, so I have not ever looked at him in the eye and said, hey, man, do you like leading off? You know, when I brought him in here, told him we're leading him off, then we need you to lead off. You can help the ball club in leading off. Um, seems to be enjoying it when he's up there. Um, and has provided a spark for us uh, when he's been up there. So it's just another good part of the maturation process of his entire game. I mean, look at the ability now to float between second and short almost seamlessly, uh, which isn't easy for some guys to do. Uh, the quality of the bats that he's given us over the, the duration of the season to this point. So the leadoff thing had played out very well for us. Is that a unique luxury for you throughout your career? I mean, I, I'm sure you had other teams with guys you could interchange the leadoff hitters, but right now to be able to play matchups with Newman, Frazier, whatever you want at the top of the order, to know you have a guy that can give you a professional. It helps. Yeah, it definitely helps because you're looking for somebody that, that that's dependable up there. Um, that he's got usable speed, but he get on base and he can barrel the ball up um, and set up the guys that are hitting behind him um, because it's hard when you don't. And we've gone through times like that where you're hunting a guy and you know the number of times that your third hitter hits with two outs and nobody on. Now, if you got a first hitter that's not getting on as well, it just complicates your start, and you need to find a better start. He's given us a good start more often than not every time he's, you know, when he's been up at leadoff. But the way you guys hit before the All-Star break for a couple of weeks and, and since, is that just the cyclical nature, do you think, of the game? Or, um, you know, is there, is there anything you can pinpoint why it's so hot for a couple of weeks? And so, do you believe hitting's contagious and you believe slumping's contagious too? Yeah, we've had this conversation about contagions ever since I've been here. I think it's all contagious. I, I think it can be. Um, the challenge you're always going to have with, with hitting, if, from my perspective in baseball in the lineup, uh, when you can keep the pack mentality, that cohesive unit, it's a pack mentality, and your, your goal is to make the guys that bat behind you easier than yours, and hold on to that, and know that you're enough. You all are enough as a group. And then when either one or two or three guys fall off, you don't try and pick up your slack, his slack, and somebody else's slack. 
Um, that's the thing we talked about. Since Bell's kind of trended down some, or somebody trying to overdo, do more than they were doing earlier, which when what they were doing earlier was completely enough. So sometimes I think you got to revisit the pack mentality. You got to stay in your lanes, know that you are enough collectively as a group, uh, as a group, and, and just take care of the at bat that's happening right now, and not worry about picking somebody else up. Let that man take care of his at bats. Um, that may be something that I know we've had some conversation about already, and it's that's nine games in. Well, when you look at that overall, I mean, the approach. Are you okay with the approach in the box, or do you, from these guys, or do you get the sense that they are pressing because the inability to put quicker numbers up has gone on now for a week plus? Um, part of it could be coming out, being close, and then now we got a chance to move, and we didn't. And you know, I think we've all run through times in our lives, whether it's sports-related or something else, where we don't get the immediate result we want that day. We try harder the next day. And then the third day, we try even harder than that. Um, so we could have some of that. Um, sometimes it's been very good pitching that we've matched up against. Um, but I still believe we've got enough that when we just match our skills up, take care of our skills, uh, we'd be in a better place offensively as far as, I mean, a run for games, 2.7, nine games. That's that's not going to do you real good up here at this level, unless you're pitching uber elite. Um, so collectively, we just got to focus on the one thing, not not a bunch of things, but the one thing, and just owning our at bat and having having the best at bat we can have, and then moving let the next guy take over. Glenn, how weird! I meant to ask you about this yesterday, but just that guy coming on the field, walking slowly. This from your take of seeing a guy go past your dugout. What, what are you thinking? It was. What are you even saying? They used the word. It was weird. I'm just, just glad that there's. Is there a cricket in my office? <laughs> <laughs> you have a cricket ringtone, or is that a message, or is it a text? You don't watch shows, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> no, the guy, I mean, I'd never seen that before. So that's basically the category I put it in. I'd never seen it before. Glad nobody, uh, there was no harm done. Never had a guy approach you running on the field? No, 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 I haven't. Morgana. Saw Morgana run on the field, kiss George back in the day. Were you the one? No, George was the one. She only kissed superstars, man. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was part of the team. Yeah. I guess there were selfies back then, right? Never know. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.